Christian Leadership Broadcast. Together we'll explore the crossroads of leadership and Christian living. I'm Dr. Stephen Smith, your host and fellow journeyer on this path that we're on to pursue a purposeful life. In each episode, I'll embark on a transformational journey that discusses the timeless principles of leadership that are grounded and firmly established in the wisdom of God's Word. So whether you're a seasoned leader seeking inspiration or someone navigating the challenges of everyday life, this broadcast will act as a compass for navigating the intricate dance between leadership excellence and a life that models the greatest leader, Jesus Christ. So join me and our guests as we unpack profound insights, share inspiring stories, and embark on a quest to lead with purpose in every aspect of our lives. This is more than a broadcast, it's a community committed to elevating Christian leadership while embracing the transformational power of the principles of God's Word. So let's dive in together and discuss the extraordinary potential that emerges when leadership and Christian living converge. So I am Dr. Stephen Smith, and I believe that I have a word from God for you today. And that word is that unbelief sucks. Well, I went there. Unbelief sucks your dreams from your life, leaving you helpless and faint, unwilling or worse, unable to go on. Not only does it suck your potential from you, but it also sucks you into things that keep you from realizing your full potential. Unbelief sucks fear into your life by making you believe that there's no hope for deliverance. Unbelief causes us to worry about things that are keeping us from our aspirations and God's purpose in our lives. Unbelief sucks us into the stress of doubt that God is unable or unwilling to help us in our personal time of need. Worst of all, unbelief will send us on goose chases that lead us to indecision in our lives and always wondering what we should be doing. I guess the best way to describe this is that unbelief sucks. So what we wanna do is we wanna go into the Word of God and see how this whole unbelief thing is actually affecting us. What we wanna do is we wanna see if we can identify these things and see if maybe we just need more faith. Or maybe we just need a little bit more belief. Maybe we need a little bit less unbelief. Maybe it's a combination of all of them. But to do that, I wanna ask you four questions. These four questions will help lead us into the direction that we wanna go throughout this study. Now this is the first study in five. There are four more studies that talk about other elements of unbelief that keep us from entering into God's rest. We'll take a look at each one of those. We're gonna take a look at worry, we're gonna take a look at fear, we're gonna take a look at doubt, and we're gonna look at how we sometimes talk ourselves into or out of things and then keep going back and forth. Probably something you've experienced in your life. But make sure that you tune in to watch all five of these episodes. Now this is the first one and I wanna ask you four questions that's gonna help us to understand where we're at and where we wanna go throughout the study. Now the first question that I wanna ask you is, is what is unbelief to you? I encourage you to download the copy of the notes down below and you can write those down there. You can even pause the podcast or the, the video and you can write down your own responses, type it into the notes or into the chat below. Second question. What are the things that are holding you back from entering into God's rest? You see, God has a rest for us. He talks about this in Hebrews, and if he talks about having a rest that's available to us right now, right away, then we should be able to enter into that rest, but there there's, might be something that's keeping us away from that. To do that, I have to identify what God's rest is as well. Now, here's the third question. If you knew that you had unlimited faith, what would you believe for? What would you believe for in your life if you knew that you had the faith to achieve it? The fourth question that I have for you is, is what's the greatest source of unbelief in your life? You know, we may identify these things that keep us from achieving our full potential. What is it that stops you from believing what it is that God has in store for you? You know, Luke 17, 5, we see the disciples saying this to Jesus. The apostles said to the Lord, show us how to increase our faith. 
you know, this passage is really cool because it helps us to see these different things that are really important for us. And in fact, Jesus was teaching about unbelief and then the disciples come back with this. Hey, can you get a little bit more faith to believe for that? What else do you need a little bit more faith for? We know what Jesus' response was. And he said, you know, all you need is faith the size of a mustard seed and you'd be able to move a mountain from here to there. Now, a lot of us believe that that's a physical mountain, but it could also be the mountains in our lives. And we want to understand how I can take faith, apply it so that we can do this in a better way. So what we want to do then is we want to understand that if I know that God has a rest for us, then what is it that's keeping us from that? I can read this in Hebrews 3.19. It tells us so that because of their unbelief, they were not able to enter into his rest. It says here specifically that it was because of their unbelief. In 3.18, he tells us that it was because of their disobedience. But we also see that disobedience may be a form of unbelief or unbelief as a form of disobedience. What we need to do is just simply believe God sometimes and we can enter into the rest that he has set aside for us. So what is it that's keeping you from entering into that perfect rest that God has in store for you? Is it God? Is it you? I mean, what is it? How do we get to that next point? How do we get to that next level in our lives? So what we can do is we can illustrate this by a simple story that we find in the Gospels. In the Gospel of Mark, we see that there is a father that has a son that's been having these seizures. And he says, wow, Jesus is able to heal my son. I'm going to take my son to Jesus and he's going to be able to heal him. So he takes his son to, over to where Jesus is and he can't find Jesus, but there's nine of the ten to nine of the 12 disciples there and he says well maybe you guys can cast out the demon in my in my son and what we can see is is that he they can't do it either so we see a lot of difficulties going on because every time that they tried it the, this little boy goes into a seizure so, you know a lot of times we believe that we can do something until we're faced with difficulties or trials what we want to do is we want to see what it is is a matter is it a matter of lack of faith or is a matter of just not entering into that rest and not obeying what it is that God has told us to do you know further on in this study we see in Mark 9:22 that the father's son starts telling Jesus what it is that's going on he says the spirit often throws him into the fire or into the water trying to kill him have mercy on us help us if you can isn't that interesting he says if you can he originally brought him to Jesus, believing that he'd be able to do that, and then he lost his faith when he saw that Jesus wasn't there, and then the disciples couldn't do it. He was putting Jesus in the same category as the disciples. Yet we know that that's not the case. What we want to ask ourselves is, is what is it that's caused you to stop believing? What is it that's caused you to have that lack of faith, if, you, if it is in fact a lack of faith? So we know that, we, that Jesus is going to respond to this, obviously. He already called the disciples in a, a faithless and unbelieving generation. Look at Mark 9, 23. It says, what do you mean if I can, Jesus asked. Anything is possible if a person believes. So if I believe that Jesus Christ says that anything is possible if a person believes, if I believe that it's possible, doesn't it mean that it should be happening in my lives? Have you run across the fact that you did believe and you're still not seeing it in your life? What is it? What is it that's causing that? We want to identify what that is so that now we can cast that unbelief aside. And I'm telling you, we're going to do this over the next five studies, this one included, and we're going to take a look at how can I get rid of this unbelief in my life. So we see the Father's response to Jesus saying, what do you mean if I can? All you need to do is believe. And this is the Father's response. And in fact, this is very similar to the way that all of us believe, isn't it? This is Mark 9, 24. And it tells us the Father instantly cried out, I do believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. 
Two different factors in this man's life, belief and unbelief. They're both there. He still believed that Jesus could do it. He had unbelief that was preventing him from that. So what we wanna do then is we're gonna identify that unbelief and get to a point where we can see that God will answer every single one of our prayers. He'll meet us exactly where our faith is. So let's, let's take our faith and go out and start accomplishing some very important things. So what I wanna do is I wanna go over a brief um, opportunity or a brief exercise to help us overcome unbelief. Let's start out with a memory verse though. Now this is 1 Peter 1.23 and it tells us, for you have been born again, but not to a life that will quickly end. No, your life will last forever because it comes from the eternal living Word of God. Guess where our life comes from? The eternal living Word of God. If I know that there's a promise in the Word of God, then I should be able to follow along with that promise and see those promises manifest themselves in my life. All I need to do is get rid of that unbelief, right? So let's ask ourselves four different questions in this unbelief exercise. Now, the first thing that we want to take a look at is we want to identify when, what God's rest is in our lives. What are you believing for? If you had the unlimited faith, if you knew that God had a rest that was set aside for you, what is that? Is it healing? Is it prosperity? Is it um, a relationship issue? What is it that you know and believe that God is going to work in your life? Second question we're gonna ask ourselves is, is it God that's keeping you out or is it you? And why do you suppose that is? Why would God be keeping you out of his rest? Or why are we keeping ourselves out of that rest? And what we have to do is we need to identify if it's God, then I need to resolve this issue quickly. If it's me, then I can also resolve the issue and that maybe something in my belief system that's keeping me from there. Yes, that's right. BS always gets in the, in the way, doesn't it? I'm talking about belief system. Our third question is, is if God wants you to enter into that rest, what are the reasons that you can't enter? Now we already identified that maybe it isn't God, maybe it's us. Let's list the reasons that we believe are keeping us out of our rest. Write them down. The fourth question that I have for you is, is can you list the ways that you've already tried to increase your faith or enter into that rest? What are some ways that you tried to be able to do that? Because if we do that, maybe you quit just before you were able to enter into that rest. Or maybe you were trying too hard and you weren't allowing God to be God. I mean, there's several different ways that we can approach this, but what we want to do is we want to take this Word of God, allow it to change our lives and make a difference in the way that we know that God will and does in our lives. So I want to thank you for joining us today. Our journey together facilitated a look through the lens of Christian faith. Together we discovered a special word from God that we believe grants our spiritual needs, but we got to let it. We encourage you to add this broadcast to your subscriptions and share it with others whose lives will also be transformed. Let's build a community of fellow believers dedicated to following in the footsteps of our servant-hearted Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you for being a part of this broadcast. And until our next episode, go forth in the challenges that you face equipped with the love and grace of Jesus Christ. Blessings to you on your transformational journey. I hope to see you at the end.